We know Taco Bell's food is great. They've even got a whole new cantina menu with fresh new ingredients. Taco Bell is not just for late night anymore with fresh new ingredients like slow roasted chicken, pico de gallo, purple cabbage, and new avocado verde salsa sauce. Taco Bell is a great destination for your midday fuel. They have amazing menu items like cantina chicken tacos, burritos, and quesadilla. I truly do love Taco Bell. I love a Crunchwrap Supreme. It is one of my favorite things to eat. Ooh, don't wait till it's late. Try the new cantina chicken menu now. Did you know that it's Asian American and Pacific Islander Heritage Month? Macy's is highlighting some really cool AAPI-owned brands right now like Cardon, Kaja, Amelia George, and Hey Maeve. Plus, you can support college access and student access when you donate online to Roundup in-store to APIA scholars. APIA is the nation's leading nonprofit organization devoted to the academic, personal, and professional success of Asian American, Native Hawaiian, and Pacific Islander students. Shop Asian American and Pacific Islander-owned brands at Macy's.com or in-store. Hello, Sashir. Hello, Nicole. Boy, oh boy, isn't this a glorious day in sunny Los Angeles, California? Yeah, I am cold in my house, though. <gasps> My, I'm a little chilled too, but yeah. mm-hmm. I like it. Yeah, it is nice. But yesterday was confusing because it was like mm. cloudy. And mm-hmm. I was like, oh, I guess this is the day. I was like, not going to get out of bed. Because I was like, where's the sun? And I was like, oh, it's not coming out today. Sashir, same thoughts. Yeah. I had a singing lesson and I looked outside and I was like, ugh, I'm just not feeling it today. <laughs> Yeah. And Doug is so wonderful and yeah. like gracious and holds space. I was like, I'm not feeling the greatest today. Can we reschedule? And he was like, of course, take time, take care of yours. He's just so sweet. He's so sweet. Boy, oh boy. I'm really enjoying my singing journey, except mm-hmm. I'm pretty okay at like hitting the notes when mm-hmm. I'm with him. And then I have a keyboard at home and I'll do doop boo doop on the keyboard and I can't hit those notes. Oh, interesting. It's weird. Um, is it because he's like giving you a technique in the room that you are like not doing at home? I think it's mimicking because he'll sing first and then I'll sing and then I'll match it. But when I have nothing to match, I get a little confused. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Oh, maybe um, have you recorded your voice sessions when you're at Doug's and then maybe you could play them when you're home? No, I haven't done that yet. I think I need to get a little bit more comfortable with the fact that I'm singing. Like, I already don't like, I don't like my voice. Mm. And I've been told it's a great voice. But every time, thank you. But every time I listen to a recording of it, I'm like, yuck. I think that's how most people feel about their voice. They're like, that's what I sound like? Who is that? Yeah, who is she? I only really I like my voice when I do characters. Mm-hmm. Like there's this one character in Big City Greens that I do named Andromeda and I love her. Yeah. And I love the voice and I love the animation and it's it truly brings me joy. Uh-huh. But the normal voice, ew! <laughs> no, it's good. Oh, it's a good 
boys. <laughs> Thank you, Sashir. That's nice. And I heard you sing during karaoke recently, and you were hitting some real high notes. Belting. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> I'm still very... It's the one thing I'm embarrassed to do. Like, I'll mm. eat things off the street. I will scream. <laughs> I'll do dolphin noises. It will eat but like, the street. Listen, food is food. We, oh, can't, no. we can't be picky about where food comes from. We it can, comes from though. It comes from the ground. Doesn't so it does. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> but yeah. Uh, I was just like, like, Tawny was singing Mariah Carey and was doing well. And mm-hmm. you were singing. I can't remember what you sang, but you were killing it. And it's, uh, I always get really, like, in my head when my friends can sing. And I'm like, oh, yeah. no, I'm going to be the worst one. But it's not like we're judging you. Yes, you are. People inherently judge. Just because we're friends doesn't mean you go, ooh, that was a crunchy note. Sure, I guess so. But we just texted each other separately. Don't do that. <laughs> oh, Lord. You want we're not going to see you your want, face. You want me to think about that for the rest of my day? I'm just... You want me to go to sleep and go, did they? Were they texting about my greatest insecurity? My friends? <laughs> I was just kidding. It was a joke. I know you were, but... Oh, no. You really want to send me in a spiral on this I'm sunny not... day in California. <laughs> I really don't want to send you on a spiral during the well, sunny day. she's twisting and turning. No! It's a spiral. I was just kidding. There's no separate text, I promise. Okay. Okay. Wow. <laughs> Sashir, that was... I, I mean... You're has anyone villain. ever tell you... <laughs> no, I'm so sorry. Um, has anyone ever, like, tried to gossip with you about me? And been, yes. And, <gasps> really? Yes. Oh, I won't no. tell you who <gasps> because you know them. And <laughs> they said something to me and I responded with, uh, I think you're just going to have to ask her about it because I, I don't really have all the details. Well, of course, I had all of the details. I had so many details. Yeah. Uh, I know most about your life. <laughs> and yeah, it's happened a couple of times where I'm like, I don't know. That's not my thing to really speak on. I don't I don't really know. Yeah. Has anyone tried to gossip about me? I'm not important. Okay. This is how I I find out. No, but I think they, I don't, well, also, I I think people go to you for gossip. I don't think people Mm. come to me for gossip. I don't think people think I know things. (laughs) I don't think think they think I'm one to gossip. I do, like, enjoy it, Mm -hmm. but I don't think I'm ever starting it. So maybe people aren't like, Ooh, let's like, here's the tea, or like, can I get some tea from you? Because I rarely have it. Mm, so, yes. No, I don't think. No. I mean, no. Mm-mm. Has anyone ever talked shit about me, like in front of you? Like, no, definitely Nicole not. Bauer fucking sucks. Definitely not. I've never heard any bad words about you. <laughs> People love you. <sighs> Listen, sometimes I don't know about that. It's true, though. Oh, that's really nice to hear today. Yeah. On Thursday. <laughs> if I heard on it on Wednesday, Thursday. I'd be mad. <laughs> <laughs> Has anyone tried to shit talk me? No, people love you and respect you. No, oh, I like that. You're very well respected. People are always like, God, she's so wonderful and beautiful and funny. And I'm like, I know. And <laughs> I get to talk to her on the reg. Are you jealous? Are you jealous, you stupid bitches? And everyone's like, whoa. 
don't call us stupid. And I'm like, you are dumb. You're not her friend. <laughs> and, I mean, people do say that. They're like, she keeps calling us dumb. What, you, what is that about? And I'm like, I don't know. You have to ask her. <laughs> you got to just ask her. We did something out of our comfort zone. We went to a, a haunted hayride. We did go to a haunted hayride. It was fun. It was fun. It was scary. It was, it was very scary. scary. Um, I screamed several times. A man came out of the fog with a chainsaw, and that image really stuck with me. I was like, Mm-mm. imagine that's the final thing you see before you die. Like that, you're going to heaven rattled. <laughs> Like, At the gates, like, oh, my gosh. It's like, oh, my God. Where am I? And you're, like, checking in, and you're like, I don't know if you know what happened to me. Like, you would just be, like, that annoying person in heaven being like, it was so traumatic. And yeah. then Tupac's like, shut up. <laughs> Imagine what I went through. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I did really enjoy it. And I don't usually voluntarily do scary things, but... Mm-hmm. It felt very festive, and I had a corn dog that was mostly corn, and it filled me up very fast, and I had lemonade. (laughs) I'm just listening to foods that I had. Not to interrupt (laughs) you, but we were online to get this corn dog, and out of nowhere, Sashir turned around and went, well, I guess I'll have to get two corn dogs, and I was like, as opposed to what, and why, (laughs) what is this sudden choice? It wasn't out of nowhere because we were looking at the menu and I was like, there's no French fries. I really want French fries. And then I was like, guess I'll have to get two corn dogs. It was, it made me Because otherwise I would have gotten one corn dog and French fries. But there were French fries (laughs) at a different stand. I just (laughs) didn't want to change my mind about the decision I made of getting two corn dogs. And then I came back with French fries and I shared them with you. Yeah, and I'm, really, I'm glad you did. They were tasty, too. They were good french fries. Also, I got a funnel cake. I love funnel cake. Mm-hmm. And I waited. I said I ate too many Frenchy fries and a little slider. I got to wait to eat this funnel cake. And then I got the funnel cake, and it wasn't fried. It wasn't golden. It was mm. like it was like a... And like a, a a dark yellow, but it wasn't like a golden, crispy, yummy thing. Yeah. And I was kind of devastated. That's devastating. I know. And then we sat on a hay thing and we're waiting for our friends who had already left. <laughs> yes. There was three haunted houses and we were like, we can't do the last one. And then they went into the last one and they were just like chilling outside for a long time. And they're like, see you at the bus. And I was like, oh, my God, (laughs) where were you guys? We were just sitting outside. We thought we were outside. Yeah, I don't know where I still don't know where they came out of it. I don't know. Boy, oh, oh boy. It reminds me of the fastest uh, haunted house ever. It was like two rooms. I think it's because it was closing and there wasn't a lot of people. So it was like, get in, get out. Yeah. Um, but it reminded me of the time I got lost in Universal Studios, Florida. Mm-hmm. Uh, I had to plan my friend's bachelorette. She loves Harry Potter. And I was like, well, go to Harry Potter World because she was getting married in Florida. And we went to this uh, this mail review, which was wild. Uh, there was literally us and two other people there. It was very funny. But anyway, Universal, my phone wasn't charging and I was... I think in in a zone where I was like, I I simply can't spend money on something I need. I instead will spend money going to Universal Studios with my friends. Mm -hmm. Um, But I was like, my phone's dying. It's dead. And then everyone's like, okay, we're going to ride the Harry Potter ride. And I was like, great, I'll just sit by the ride. 
And to me, I sat at a great spot. But when my friend Evan found me, he was like, you're sitting literally behind the ride. Nobody would be able like I had to walk. He was like, we were walking for 45 minutes trying to find you. And oh, wow. I was like, lee do 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 And I wrote my little Harry Potter joke. And I was like, I'm getting work done. And then everyone was frantically looking for me. <laughs> Why weren't they calling you? My phone was off because it wasn't oh. charging. So it was like, that's a wrap. Oh, damn. Yeah. <laughs> That's Oopsies. scary. It is Oopsies. a little scary to get to get lost in Universal Studios, oh, or at least to be thought of lost. I knew where I was. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't feel lost. <laughs> I didn't feel lost whatsoever. I was having a nice time by myself. That was very funny. It <laughs> oh, is a weird cool. feeling when people are like, "I was worried about you. I didn't know where you were," and you're like, "Oh, I just um, that was fine. I was chilling." I mean. We, me and a friend thought you were lost at one point yes. and they called me and then I said, go, go to where the show was because I was in a different state and it's wild that we did that <laughs> because you were an adult woman who knew exactly where you were. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> I was like, I, I said where I was going to go. I was at a show and then I guess I didn't say I was going to hang out after. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Fun times. Fun times. Ugh, I'm obsessed with this outfit that you wore last night, and I keep thinking about it. Oh. It's so cute, because it reminds me of this um, this jumpsuit I had as a kid. And mm -hmm. yours is, like, red and, like, magenta flowers. And yeah. the one I had was black-based with purple and magenta and blue flowers. Mm -hmm. And I have been on a quest to try to find it. It's been hard. It's hard to find vintage things. I yeah. wish I had a person who could just sew me exactly what I want. Mm -hmm. That's yeah. what I want. I'm sure you could find it. You think? I don't know, actually. Me? Who does that? It's not a tailor. No. Who, who just sews things for you? Yeah, who just sews stuff for you? Who can sew stuff for you? There should be a you. company where you submit exactly what you want and then they send it to you that would be so nice oh my god because i am dying for a denim short set with a matching vest mm -hmm. and like a floral print denim or like a striped denim like very 80s 90s feel and they're very hard to find in the blue size yeah, and a seamstress and a tailor they can sew things for you and adjust things for you but that can they create a whole new yeah. thing yeah like source the fabric, Ooh. make me an outfit, send it to my home. Yeah. I'll reach out to my friend. She, uh, her and my sister worked at Puma together. And um, she was the one who told me, because I was like, oh, your jeans fit great. She's like, every jean I have, I, she's like, I know the people and they, they fix the jeans. Oh. And I was like, wow. So I'll reach out to her and get that information for you, Nicole. And I believe they do it. All shapes and sizes, but it's all it's all denim specific. But will they supply the denim fabric? We could check. We could check. Okay. Yeah. This is great. Thank you so much. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Gang Ask and you shall receive. Yes. <laughs> As if I need more clothes. Yeah. I just donated a ton of stuff to St. Vincent de Paul. And I, while I was there, I was like, well, I, got, I should look <laughs> just to see what else is here. And of course, there's a chair room. And I was like, oh, man, I don't, I don't. 
Did you get any more chairs? Cha- no, I didn't get any more chairs, but I did find some two really cute chairs. And I was like, they just need to be re- reupholstered on the seat. But where would I put them? I'm trying to get rid of stuff. <laughs> <laughs> well, here's the thing. Look around your house and go, do I like this chair? Because you can get rid of a chair and bring in a new chair. Well, here's the thing. I'm trying to get rid of a chair just so I can move another chair. There's a chair in a place that I don't want it. And then that's dis- displaced another chair in a, in a place I don't displaced. want it. Displaced. You have chair refugees around your house. <laughs> uh, chairs with no homes. <laughs> they really are. And then, so I have one chair that I was like, I don't want you. But as soon as you leave, then the other chair can go in that place. And then the <laughs> chair, chair that's been displaced can be, go back to where it belongs. Boy, oh boy. I also need to stop looking at furniture online. Because... Yeah. They just keep making great furniture that I'm like, ooh, this is this is nice. I I guess maybe you could do. Um, I mean, well, actually, I have no idea how involved it is. But I was gonna say maybe you can do like the, uh, renting furniture program. What am I, I don't know what I'm trying to say. There, I know there's like a <laughs> a renting furniture program. There's rent a center, right? Or like places where you can rent furniture i don't think it's i it might not be cute i have not looked yeah. at the website but i feel like there should be a cute rentable furniture place well they'll come deliver something mm-hmm. and they'll take it away from you yes. and they'll replace it with something cute and that would be really nice it would be nice because i follow a couple instagrams where people are like you know i had my room like this for two years and i fully completely changed it and sometimes i'm like I would like to do that. Yeah. But I don't think so. I don't think that's for me. I think that's a little too much. Yeah. But I am painting a lot in my house. Every room is now a color. (laughs) Yeah. And it feels good. Yeah. Change is good. I'm trying to learn that through therapy, that change is good and change is okay. Change is okay. It is okay. Today and every day, Planned Parenthood is committed to ensuring that everyone has the information and resources they need to make their own decisions about their bodies, including abortion care. Lawmakers who oppose abortion are attacking Planned Parenthood, which means affordable, high-quality, basic health care for more than 2 million people is at stake. The right to control your own body and get the health care everyone needs has been stolen. And now, politicians in nearly every state have introduced bills that will block people from getting the sexual and reproductive care they need. Planned Parenthood believes everyone deserves health care. It's a human right. That's why they fight every day to push for common-sense policies that protect your right to control your own body and against policies that interfere with decisions between patients and their doctor. Planned Parenthood needs your support now more than ever. With supporters like you, you can help reclaim your rights and protect and expand access to abortion care. Visit PlannedParenthood.org slash future. That's PlannedParenthood.org slash future. So listen, we all know life is full of yada yada. And, you know, people talk and you're just like, oh, my God, this is annoying. 
And then you just hit an unsubscribe on a bunch of things you got subscribed to on your email. And you're like, what is happening? And I know you've dealt with yada yada before. Like when companies have those sneaky gotchas hiding in the deep in, in fine print or bills that seem to keep going up for no dang reason. Or when budget airlines promise a cheap fare, but then charge you for every little thing until you realize you're paying more than you would have elsewhere. And yes, it's possible to outsmart yada yada, like triple checking airline deals to make sure all you need is already included. You don't take yada yada in life. Don't take yada yada from your wireless provider. Metro by T-Mobile has no contracts, no credit checks, no surprises, and not a yada yada. Stop by one of our over 6,000 Metro stores nationwide. Love starts with you. Show off your personal style every day with new Pandora pieces that set a shining example for the world to see. From big feelings to small messages and everything in between, beautiful hand-finished jewelry from Pandora radiates with your love from every angle. Create a look that's all your own with a unique mix of meaningful charms or choose from Pandora's sparkling selection of timeless designs, perfect for making an eye-catching statement. With Pandora Jewelry's vast selection of rings, bracelet, earrings, necklaces, and charms, there's endless ways to love it, stack it, and wear it, and share it. Style your everyday favorites with sparkling cuts, vibrant enamels, and playful designs, or truly make it your own with a personal engraving. Pandora jewelry is the perfect way to share the gift of love with yourself and the ones closest to your heart. Shop now at Pandora.net. Pandora. Be love. Did you quiz? No. Okay. Did you have something else to say? No, I was hoping you had something else to say. Well, you opened your mouth like you had something to say. Oh, what do you have to say? my golly. <laughs> um, okay, you sent me... Oh, wait. I want to talk about this man on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Okay, I think everybody needs to follow him. <laughs> Hold on. Let me find out his name real quick. <laughs> he does reviews, and he is the most earnest person I have ever seen. <laughs> and he's Luke Foods underscore... And he went to Red Lobster, I really like this one, for $22 endless shrimp. Mm -hmm. And he, like, rates them. He gives some things like a zero, a two. Um, He ate cake at Golden Corral, and he was like, this is funky. I give it a one. (laughs) And I genuinely (laughs) love him so much. Yeah. I love how earnest he is. I love that he has, like, a genuine opinion and he's not just trying mm-hmm. to be like yeah it's fine he's like this is disgusting <laughs> this is Zero. nasty <laughs> he used a word that i can't i think it was like grody or something i don't know it was just so funny to me i like kind of want to go somewhere with him and rate food i <laughs> i'm sure he would love that <laughs> oh it would be so wonderful do endless shrimp with my new friend luke <laughs> Oh, my word. I guess now we can do a quiz. Okay. Oh. There he is. There's, there's my Luke. friend, Luke. Wow, he has half a million followers. Oh, my goodness. Oh. The word's out. <laughs> yeah, I guess everybody reviews. knows him. <laughs> Pick a food for every cuisine, and I'll tell you which fall scent you embody. Okay, let's do that. Yeah. BuzzFeed coming together. BuzzFeed. How, how many fall scents are there? I feel like it's mostly pumpkin spice. Yeah, pumpkin spice, leaves. Leaves? <laughs> As a false scent? 
Yeah, you've never gone outside and put your little nostrils in a bunch of leaves? I haven't. I guess I was thinking of scents that are made into like candles or... Like cinnamon? Yeah, like cinnamon. But I've never never seen like a fall leaves candle. A leaf candle? I sure haven't. You know what? Me either. Mm -hmm. I I have a leaf candle. (laughs) You do? I do. Oh, well, look at me. I'm not an idiot. I'm <laughs> right here knowing what false scents are. <laughs> My mistake. I take it back. It's the silly. It's just silly Yankee Candle just making up like names. They all smell the same to me, but it's all like like fall leaves or fall trees. I don't know. <laughs> well, I'm going to tell you a candle that you need to get the fuck up into. I don't know if I've talked about it on this podcast, but, but Sashir's mother gave her a candle. Sashir's not, I, I don't think no, you're my into dad. scent. Oh, your dad. I don't think you're into scented candles. I, no, Are you a no, candle no. girl? I'm not a candle girl. I think I'm lighting them a little bit more, but I'm still mm-hmm. not. I, I prefer incense. Mm, yes. Well, I, I like incense and I love a candle mm-hmm. and it's gingham gorgeous and they don't sell it anymore and I've been having a real hard time finding dupes so then I just went on to resale sites and I bought 10 of them. And then I threw out all of my other candles because I was like, this is the one for me. This is the new me. <laughs> this is who I am. I am gingham gorgeous. Oh, my goodness. Uh, and I was explaining this to my therapist and she was like, you have ADD so bad. <laughs> like, <laughs> ADD, like you, you hyper fixate on something that you like. Oh. And then you're like, I have to have it. I have to have more of it. And then like another thing I do is when I find like a pair of jeans I like, I will wear them. They will be dirty. And then I will forget that I have two other pairs because they're also dirty. And then I'll buy another pair. Oh so God. I have another pair. But now I have four pairs of the same pants. It's it's literally exhausting. But then do any of them ever get clean? Oh, yeah. I'll wash them. <laughs> Yeah, 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 I'll wash them. Yeah, don't worry about me. I'll wash them. <laughs> also, I keep leaving my car key in my car. Oh, my God. Uh, and it's really upsetting. <laughs> because when I valet, I take it off my giant key ring. Oh, because yes. I've had valet people complain about how big my keychain is. Mm-hmm. So then I'll take it off. But then it has to find its way back on. But then yeah. I have to leave the valet stand because it's busy. Yeah. And then I'll put it in the cup holder mm-hmm. and then I'll go inside my house mm-hmm. and then I'll leave the next day and I'll go, I don't know where my car key is. Okay. And then I'll get in my car and go, someone could have really zoomed, zoomed away. I gave it to them. Um, maybe you can put your car key on like one of those carabiners, like one of those clips. So you could just like quickly like whoosh, put it under your keychain as opposed here's, to like the loopy thing. Here's something sad. It is on a carabiner. So then and what- I still forget to put it on it's an illness i'm <laughs> sick because <laughs> that's so fast it's not, i uh-huh. understand you have to get out of the valet section but that takes a second no yeah it does take a second and every time i get in my car and go oh here's my key uh i guess it also would be helpful if i locked my car door mm. but i don't because the the because okay here's the thing if i lock the car then i have to dig into my purse to get the keys to unlock the car mm-hmm. and if you don't lock your car you can skip that step <laughs> okay how about this what about uh-huh. if you get in your car 
Uh-huh. They, they hand you the key from the valet, put it in your bra. <gasps> yeah. And then when you get inside the house, eventually it'll come out. Yes, but probably upstairs. And then I'll leave the key upstairs oh, and then get no. in my car and then go, <laughs> I don't know where my key is. Oh, okay. Interesting. It's really, it's terrible. Oh my God, Sashir, I told you about this man who tried to get into my car. Yeah. It was so, it was, I mean, I had a bad reaction. I was like, huh, that's wild. And then later I was like, no, no, that was actually scary. That's scary, yeah. Because he just like walked to the the car and tried to open it. Uh Uh-huh. And I'm not an Uber. I have a two-door car. And then I rolled down the window and I was like, yes. And he just went, sorry. And then faded away into the darkness. I don't like that. I don't like it either. But my new rule is when I'm in the car, we lock the doors. When I'm out of the car, you can have it. (laughs) And something was stolen from my car once. My sunglasses. Um, They were designer. Thank you. But they were prescription. And I was like, I mean, if you really need to see wobble, wobble vision, because I have bad vision. If you want to not see clearly, you can have them. It was just the sunglasses? Sure was. They left my stripper shoes. They left my basketball. They left my roller skates. They left my blanket. (laughs) (laughs) They're like, this guy likes to have fun, but I will take these sunnies. I will take this. Damn. All right. Let's pick a food for every cuisine, and, and then BuzzFeed will tell us which fall scent we embody. Pick an American food. Brownies. Apple pie. Hamburger. Well, that's a cheeseburger. With bacon. Mm-hmm. That's a bacon cheeseburger. Macaroni and cheese. French. No. What? <laughs> Chicken tenders. <laughs> or what was that based off of? Because <laughs> the, the, the word definitely doesn't look like French fries. And they the, also don't the look, like French fries. look like French fries. <laughs> I listen. The brain. Okay, I think what happens is sometimes my mouth is moving faster than what my brain is taking in. Okay, okay. I told you I was mentally ill not five minutes ago. You did did say that. (laughs) Hot dog. (laughs) Okay, this is wild because I have to choose between dessert and bar food. Wait, which one was a dessert? Oh, The The brownies and the apple pie, friend. (laughs) Yeah, that's very strange. Yeah, what, what kind of mood am I in? What part of the meal is this? Yeah. Are brownies strictly American? Interesting. Um, yeah, I have no idea. Me either. I would imagine brownies are in other places, but I guess I don't know. I don't know. Are they picking up baguettes and brownies? Are they picking up empanadas and brownies? Are they... <laughs> what else? What else? Are they picking up lasagna and brownies? <laughs> Dumplings and brownies? Sushi and brownies? I think I'm going to have to go with uh, a burger. Mm-hmm. I'm going to do a hot dog. Well, I think we all knew that was coming. <laughs> I really do love how much you love hot dogs. Yeah. And I think I can eat. So I, I downloaded this app called Fig. And it you can put in your food specifications, like if you're gluten-free or if you can't have mm-hmm. like certain chemicals or whatever. And all beef hot dogs are okay. I That's think they, great. Yes, thank you so much. <laughs> I'm really excited for you. 
Thank you so much. I know how hard it was when you were like, I can't have hot dogs anymore. Yeah, it was really, really hard. I think as long as it's like nitrate free and like, okay, just meat, <laughs> like actual <Okay>. meat. <laughs> I think it's okay. Yeah, not bullshit. I mean, it's not <laughs> bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> I have you ever tried to make a hot dog? Whoa, I wouldn't even know where to start. Me either. I have no idea. Cause you have to case it, or oh is- yeah, I guess you'd have to grind it, case it, and we don't have that equipment or the time. No, sir. Wait. So, wait. okay. How, <laughs> how about <laughs> something from Mexico? <laughs> Um, burrito. Ooh, elote. Uh, enchiladas. Tamales. Quesadilla. Tacos. Oh, I fucking love a quesadilla. Uh. Is that your choice? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna say elote. I love elote. What's elote? Is that corn? It, it's corn, yeah. With, like, seasonings and cheese and stuff. I, I'm not a huge corn head, just because, like... I just, like, see it in the toilet later, and it's upsetting. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? That is upsetting, <laughs> yes. It's like, oh, God. <laughs> Whole kernels? Italian food, anyone? Pizza. A calzone. A lasagna. A gelato. Minestrone soup. I made the bowl. <laughs> I was doing that to our friend Juliet, and she was like, Nicole, you can't like she was like what if i talk to you in a black accent and i was like oh i guess i'd be upset she's like what if i did an asian accent i was like oh i guess we'd all be upset and she's like so don't do an italian accent and then me and will were like oh by the way (laughs) (laughs) mama mia mama mia you can't tell me not to do it (laughs) uh i can't remember who i was talking to but they're like italian accents are like the last accent you can like make fun of yeah yeah i guess because I don't know. I've never heard anyone really get mad about it. Ex- except either. for the story you're describing. <laughs> <sighs> Let's um, see. I feel like I gotta do pizza. Yeah, pizza. I mm. think I have to do lasagna. I fucking love lasagna. Call me Garfield. Mmm, mmm, mmm. Care for some French cuisine? I guess you could do a French accent too. <laughs> ha, ha, ha. <laughs> <laughs> Crepes. A quiche. <laughs> a French. Like, no, I'm not going to do it. Yes. No. <laughs> yes. You got to commit. <laughs> Come on, you can do it. <laughs> no, don't be. This is a safe space. It's only uh me listening and Judith and uh and Jordan. Are you sure no one else is listening? No one else will hear you do this. <laughs> okay. A French onion soup. <laughs> <laughs> The way your whole body jiggled with that was incredible. <laughs> a cream puffs. <laughs> a chocolate souffle. <laughs> Apple tart. <laughs> Ooh, that brought me joy. 
Oh my God. Uh, I do love a quiche, an eggy treat. <laughs> but I also love a souffle, a chocolate treat. Mm. Ooh. Mm. What are you going to go with? I think a cream puff. Oh, look at you, you little slut. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think I'm going to go quiche. Mm, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm. Japanese food? This one we can't do in an accent. Udon. <laughs> Tempura. Miso soup. Nigiri. Mochi. Tofu. Mmm. I'm really like a, I'm a new tofu person. I didn't really love tofu, but I had tofu the other day and I was like, this is great. Oh, nice. Yeah. I think I'm going to say, ooh. No, go ahead. No, ooh. No, finish your thing. No, ooh. Are you going to say tofu? Uh (laughs) Uh-huh. Yeah. Okay. Um, I'm going to say mochi. Oh, mochi's like a little too chewy for me. I think that's why I like it, because it's like cold Mm -hmm. ice cream, but it has like a gummy exterior that I can bite into. Mm. And it doesn't hurt. Oh, are you, you know? a person who chews ice cream? No, but it's just so like loose and cold. Oh, but ice cream is loose. But mochi's encased. Mm. <laughs> mochi's got like a boundary, so I can <laughs> chew it. I like that your issue with ice cream is it's loose. <laughs> it's uh, just too loose. <laughs> a description nobody has ever had about ice cream. I Me? don't think I describe oh. ice cream well. <laughs> it's loose. Um... <laughs> I don't think you do either, and it's very funny. One time I called it thin. No, I was talking about gelato. I was like, it's yes. thinner than ice cream. And Which is like, not what? true. <laughs> I think it's thicker than ice cream. Well, uh, I don't know. It's a good memory. I laughed so hard that night. Mm-hmm. I laughed hard last night, too. Yeah, me too. Last night was fun. That was very fun. Pick, Pick a, a Chinese, Chinese food <laughs> item. <laughs> Chow mein. Uh Pecking roast duck? Or is it pecking? Pecking? I think it's pecking. Okay. Spring rolls. Sticky rice. Pot stickers. Mm. I really like pork fried rice, and I'm kind of upset it's not there. So sorry. It's okay. I think I'm going to pick chow mein because I love a nudie. No, I'm going to pick pot stickers because I love meat encased. <laughs> I'm going to pick wonton soup because it's like nice and warm. I like, I like the warm soup aspect of it, but I like that I'm also chewing a meal. <laughs> I, that's, that's great. I like that I'm chewing a meal. You know, For someone like- who loves food, the way you describe it is wild. <laughs> I needed to do food reviews. (laughs) (laughs) This is great because you get to chew this. (laughs) (laughs) Lastly, pick a famous dish. Uh, Paella? Paella. Paella? Mm Mm-hmm. Oh. Chicken tikka masala. Kebab. Pho. Or pho. Beef wellington. Arepas. Beef Wellington is surprising to me because it's something that I feel like I should like. 
Yeah. It's meat encased in a puff pastry, but yeah. you put mustard around the meat before you encase it in the puff pastry, and mm. that's where you fucking lose me. Why are we putting mustard on meat like that? Yeah, I get that. Ugh. <laughs> I think I have to pick kebab. Mm-hmm. I love kebabs. Ooh. Yeah, they're so simple. Just meat on a stick. Yeah, and that makes me really happy. What are you picking, Diva? I think I'm going to pick the paella. Yes, Diva. Yeah. I think I had paella once, and it was, like, burnt on the bottom. Yeah, that's how it is. Oh. Yeah, I mean, yeah, to be, like, extra crunchy. But, yes, yeah, <laughs> that's, that's usually how it is. This is Sashir's uh, results. <laughs> Cinnamon! That's my yes. false scent. You're not afraid to stand up for what you believe in. Yes. And you're filled to the brim with sarcasm and wit. You're intelligent, but you don't always show it. Wow. BuzzFeed I do. said you're dumb. BuzzFeed said you you read dumb to people. <laughs> you're sm- That's you're a wild thing to say to somebody. You you're intelligent, show but it. you don't always show it. Or maybe it's like, I don't like, I'm not like, Trying to brag about how smart I am. That's a good way to spin that. <laughs> but also, are these the qualities of cinnamon? Yes. <laughs> well, cinnamon is so smart, but it's like coy about it. <laughs> also, cinnamon is always like, that's wrong. That's not right. I don't believe that. And have you ever talked to cinnamon? It is so sarcastic. You're just like, What? Yeah, I, you know, I guess I don't hang around cinnamon that much. <laughs> me, jars and jars of it right next to me at all times. Okay, mine is cedar wood. You are a strong person who is even a bit stubborn. You can be described as a natural leader. You admire originality over anything else. And it matters a lot to you that you make the best decisions. BuzzFeed looked into my soul. Oh, yeah, this is... I think yours is pretty spot on, too. I also Except for the intelligent part. I think you show it off. Thanks. You're welcome. Yeah, this is (gasps) actually a pretty good assessment. Excuse me. (laughs) Is your hand raised? What's going on? I raised my hand. Yes, Nicole. (laughs) Okay. I figured out the intelligent part. It's in regards to me. So sometimes I say something very, very dumb and you just let it go because it's Mm. not like a detriment to me and the world. So you're just like, sure, that's a belief she can have for the time being. And you'll only correct me if I like say it to too many people. So you're like not showboating how smart you are. You're allowing others to be who they are. And then you'll be like, hey, Nicole, that is fundamentally wrong. When like there's a bunch of people and I'm like, guess what I learned? And you're like, no, no, friend, that's not it. But it's gentle and nice. Wow. Thank you. I like you're that. You're welcome. It's honestly, I think I've told you this. I think I called you and I was like, I had an epiphany. One of my favorite things about you is <laughs> you don't make me feel stupid. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm glad. I'm glad I make you feel that way. Because you're not stupid. Hey, thank you. I just say insane things sometimes. Yeah, and I like that. It's just because my mouth is moving faster than the brain. Mm -hmm. And sometimes vice versa. And sometimes it all shuts down. Like last (laughs) night, (laughs) for whatever reason, I decided to stomp into a conversation. Yeah, that's funny. And then the next conversation, I like followed you around this bar. I was like, you will not leave me alone. (laughs) And then the next conversation, I tried to sneak in, but then I didn't have enough room. (laughs) 
And I think my brain was off at that point. <laughs> I was just being weird. Yeah, that was funny. I don't wear makeup often, but when I do, I want to make sure I can use products that work for my skin and look good for my skin color. And so that's why I like Thrive Cosmetics. Thrive Cosmetics has a full line of makeup to refresh your everyday look. With clean, skin-loving ingredients, their foolproof products make it easy for any skill level to apply. Their Brilliant Eye Brightener can be used as highlighter-eyeshadow combo that makes your eye look effortless. It comes in 16 buildable shades to choose from and play with. Their easy-to-use Infinity Waterproof Eyebrow Liner helps you achieve your ideal eyebrow look. It holds like wax and blends like a powder. I love the Waterproof Eyebrow Liner because most of the time I just do my eyebrows and walk out the door. I like having a nice little, like, finished look. It looks like I tried, but I really didn't. I don't need multiple things. I don't need a brush and then a separate liner and then a separate color and blah, blah, blah. It's all one thing and it's great. Refresh your everyday look with Thrive Cosmetics, luxury beauty that gives back. Right now you can get an exclusive 10% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com slash best friends. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S.com slash best friends. For 10% off your first order. Black representation in the media means so much to me. I loved Whoopi Goldberg growing up and I was like, oh, that's the woman who like, she, she's got the same skin tone as me. She kind of looks like me and I can do it. So honestly, the next generation of influential black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. Black Stories, Black Truths is a celebration of blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's Black voices are distinct, varied, and nuanced as the Black experience itself. Every episode is a living account of what it means to be Black today, told from a unique Black perspective. From Bobby Shmurda to The Wire, Michelle Obama to Reparations, there's no limit to the range of Black stories, Black truths. Black perspectives haven't always been centered in the telling of America's story. Now they are the story. In NPR's Black Stories, Black Truths, you'll find a collection of some of NPR's best podcast episodes celebrating the Black experience. Listen to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR wherever you get podcasts. Oh boy, should we answer questions and like help people? Let's help people. Is this a onesie you're wearing or is this a hoodie? Just a hoodie. Oh. I wish it was a onesie. So, like, you're so daring wearing white. <laughs> white is and scary. I'm, and I'm drinking a uh, pressed juice with carrot and orange in it. It's what? a risk. That is a risk. What if you spill? I, then I get orange on my white hoodie. Oh, Lord. That would be devastating. devastating. But do you have OxyClean? I do. And it works. I like Maybe it. you were the one who's preaching me the good word of OxyClean. It's Probably. wild. Yeah. I feel like it's- we should all be talking about OxyClean more. <laughs> we should. It really works. It's great. It like gets any old stain out. And mm-hmm. it's, it's truly incredible. It is yeah. a miracle <laughs> sent by the good Lord. Like, how did they figure this out? I don't know. But that man who's always yelling figured it out. Figured it out. And I understand why he's yelling now. He's like, eh, it works. <laughs> she's like, why are people listening to me? I'm telling you it works. And I'm, I'm here now, unsponsored by OxyClean. Get yourself a tub. 
<laughs> if you got whites to wash, get yourself a tub. Get yourself a tub. Sprinkle it in. Have a nice time. Mm-hmm. We have an email. Uh, hello, hello. You ladies are the absolute best. Your honest and funny advice, but more importantly, your incredible friendship has kept me hooked on your podcast for years. Mm-hmm. Here's the cue. My boyfriend, 28, and I, 29, each have a couple of circles of friends. He has his hometown friends and college friends, all of which he seems relatively close to, meaning the group hangs out frequently. I have a handful of hometown friends, some college friends, and friends I've made since moving to the city four years ago. I have different friendship dynamics with each group. I met my boyfriend's friends pretty quickly. We all tailgated at a concert together, and I've been invited to group events ever since. The group is mostly couples. I don't have group hangouts with my friends as regularly as he does with his friends. My boyfriend has met some of my city city girlfriends when we were all when we were all already out and just ended up meeting up at the same bar. My girlfriends and I usually do solo weekend weekend night. Well, my girlfriends and I usually either do solo weeknight dinner or drinks or plan an event or something with the larger group weeks to months out. Holiday parties, birthday outings, etc. My question is, what's the best way to introduce my boyfriend to my friend group groups when the dynamic of my friend groups is different than his? I obviously want my boyfriend to meet all my friends as these are important people in my life that I care a lot about. I also don't want too much time to pass before my boyfriend thinks either one, my friends are imaginary. Hmm. Two, I don't take our relationship seriously enough to introduce him to my friends. Or three, I just depend on his friend group to do fun things regularly. More questions. What was your approach to introducing your current past partners to the friend group? What was the balance between hanging out with theirs versus your friend group? Would you think less of your partner if their friendship dynamic was different than yours? Mm. <clears throat> Interested to see where this dis- discussion goes. Truly grateful for any and all thoughts and advice you have. F is for friends. <laughs> P.S. Nicole, I can't wait to see you in Boston in November. I'm excited. I'm at the Wilbur, I believe, November 11th. So there's a late show added because the first show sold out. So come. Um, glad I got to plug myself during a question. Um, <laughs> so Sheer, I feel like you have introduced peop- uh, a partner to friend groups. Do you want to do you want to take the lead on this, friend? Oh, sure. <laughs> Way to lead me in. I thought you were going to actually answer the question. You're just like, "You can <laughs> do that." So, go. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, I feel like I have told people like, "I want you to meet this person, so we will make a like specific hangout so we can do that." Like a double date or or just like come to my house we'll hang or something like that but mm-hmm. like i don't think I'd, i if it's like a first meeting um i think i've been clear about like i want you to meet this person like either to my friends like i want you to meet my my partner or to my partner i want you to meet this friend because this person is important to me and since you're in my life they they will also be in your life so yeah, I think I I think I've done it like that. And then eventually it just becomes like natural or like, oh, we're going to do this. Do you want to join or or if there's a larger hang and people are bringing their partners and I would bring my partner too. But yeah, I think 
I think if, if you're having trouble initially at first, you can just tell people, hey, it's actually important for me, for you guys to meet my partner. Can we set up a hang so we can do that? And then, and then that can happen. Yeah, I think that's solid advice. Uh, I think it's important to tell your partner that it's important for them to meet your friends. Mm -hmm. And then it's like, yeah, just set up a little hang where, you know, maybe there's, it's a, it's a partner mingle (laughs) or like, I like the idea of him joining your friends for drinks. Like, that's fun. Like, you know, he could just tag along to things and just like tell your friends, oh, he's going to come because I want, I want you to meet him. Mm -hmm. Um, But then also I think it's okay if he has a more active friendship life where there's like a group leader who plans things and you go to those things. I think that's absolutely fine. I think it's fine to have different friendship dynamics. Yeah, totally. Yeah. And I, there might even be an opportunity for you to mix the groups. Like Mm -hmm. if it's someone's birthday or, or whatever, if you're, if your partner's friends are like doing some big activity, like going to a sports thing (laughs) Yeah, a sports <laughs> thing at a stadium. <laughs> or like a park or I don't know. They're doing something where it's like other people can come too. Maybe you invite your friends as well and then mm-hmm. see if like the groups can mingle a little bit or or that your partner can like be introduced to people in a like environment where they have their own people too. And they can be like, there can be breaks, social breaks where they're like, mm-hmm. okay, now I'm going to go talk to people I'm comfortable with. And now I'm going to try to like meet new people, et cetera. Yeah, I think that's great. Yeah. Solved. Solved. Hello, Nicole. Hello, Sashir. Hi, Kimmy and Jordan as well. Um, I wanted to call in because I have a bit of a little friend group drama. And I'm unsure, like, how to go about it. But we have uh, me and my best friend, Jenna. We have a friend group. And we have a girl in there. Um, we'll call her Mary. Uh, Mary has always had this thing about, like, people texting back too slow. Like, it's kind of a pet peeve of hers. And she doesn't also quite get that, you know, we all have, like, other things that we do. And, you know, I'm a full-time student and I work, so I don't have any days off. My best friend's a businesswoman. She literally works, you know, Monday through Friday. She puts her nose to the grind. Um, and sometimes we don't text back right away. If it's anything like an event, like that needs our like RSVP, like a reservation or anything, we definitely kind of, you know, reach out and everything. We do all that. But like, there's certain things like memes and stuff that we don't really, you know, respond to as quickly as she'd like. Um, and it's kind of been building up in her. And she has this cousin that isn't really um, good with his liquor, is not... Um, is not really like fun to be around either. And we've kind of expressed that. And so in our group chat, she put that she was having a birthday thing and she was like, no obligation to go. And, you know, when I hear that, like, I don't feel obligated to reply because it doesn't matter if I'm there or not. Why does it matter if I am attending? It's not like there is a reservation. It was like just to hang. And I don't really want to be around him when he's drunk. So it was like, I kind of thought we were on the same page of that. But anyway, my best friend Jenna um, reaches out to her because we, she got called, well, we all got called. We got called assholes by this girl because we didn't reply. And Jenna reached out and said, hey, like, 
I don't appreciate being called an asshole. Like, there's better ways to bring something up that upsets you, and you don't need to resort to name-calling. And they get into it, and then it ends up with Jenna leaving the chat, and I'm kind of wondering, like, are we the assholes? Because we've told her, like, yeah, girl, like, sometimes we're not really there to respond right away. Like, that's just kind of how we do it. Like, I'm not always there to respond, and she still kind of doesn't get that, and she kind of expects us to respond super quickly, and then she's just, like, throwing it in her face that we don't, and it's kind of like, well, like, that's just kind of who we are. Like, I'm sorry, but this is getting really long, but I don't know if we're the asshole or not. I don't think they're the assholes. I think it's, um, uh, so I... I sometimes get worried when people don't answer me quickly. And I think I've gotten better with this because sometimes I'll text you or in the past, I've like texted you been like, excuse me. Hi, where are you? But hello. Um, and I think I'm better now mm-hmm. at not doing that. And it's just it's like an anxious attachment thing where yeah. you feel like some like you make up things as to why people aren't responding to you. Mm-hmm. And it's a hard thing being on the other end of it because it's hard to be like, it is unreasonable for you to expect me to respond instantly. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I, I, I don't really, un- I don't know how to tell that person that because it is really hard. Mm-hmm. And it's, I feel like it's something that an anxious attached person has to realize for themselves that it's like, oh, me expecting someone to answer me five minutes after I text them is literally insane because people are living their own lives. Yeah. And it's not a life or death question. Like, you're not in the hospital. There's no emergency. You're fine. But to answer your question, you're not assholes. I think it's fine to not reply to a text that's like, here's an invite. No press. Don't come. Like, you don't have to come. Um, yeah. I think... Uh... I think Mary's hurt because mm. I agree with what you're saying about like, no one should be expected to respond so quickly. I don't know what the other scenarios are where this, where Mary was expecting a fast text, but the specific issue that they're talking about, Mary invited her friends to her birthday and no one responded. I think I would be hurt. <laughs> Wait, if, it wasn't her birthday. It was her cousin's birthday. I is thought. that right? It was her cousin's birthday. Yeah. Oh, I thought it was her birthday. I was like, what no, the fuck? No, oh. if it was her birthday, I'd be like, yeah, you guys are all assholes. You're friends and you're <laughs> not responding to this girl's birthday invite. That's what and I thought was happening. Her cousin who's hard to be around, who's a bad drinker. <sighs> so it's like, it's already not a fun time. Yeah. And then Mary invited them to this person's party and then mm. said, no pressure. So when mm-hmm. I hear no pressure, that means there's no pressure to respond to this. There's no pressure to go to this. Yeah, I... I'm I I guess I sometimes am a person who is like what's hap if I hear if there's silence I'm like what's happening like mm. what and I I think I do have a little bit of anxious attachment stuff too but uh I also just love communication like I just yeah. also just like would rather you say oh thanks for the invite even that even if it's just thanks for the invite or like I don't think I'm going to make it cuz you like you already have the talk you guys don't like her cousin. Mm-hmm. You don't want to be around this person, especially on their birthday, because they probably will drink too much. Um, but that does that discussion does not have to happen in the group chat. 
But just saying, like, even thumbs upping it, something. Mm-hmm. I think, but getting zero response, I think, is like kind of shitty. And like, yes, I, I guess I understand what the person's the caller is saying about, uh, you know, we can't be expected to respond mm-hmm. quickly. But you should be, respond at some point. <laughs> I think, I think at some point, uh. I, I would get frustrated, too, and be like, this sucks. Why do I feel like I'm talking to myself? Mm-hmm. You know? I do see where you're coming from as well. Uh, I guess if it wasn't like late responses on a ton of things and then no response on this, that would make me upset. Mm-hmm. But if it was like, you know, timely responses, late responses, timely responses, no answer, then I think I'd be fine. But if it was like a culmination of like being ignored, I think I would also get frustrated. So yeah. I, see what you're, I see what you're saying. Yeah. And, you know, the Mary probably didn't need to call them assholes. No. And could have voiced their frustration in a different way and been like, hey, this doesn't feel good. Because yeah. um, I don't know what you guys are thinking. And, like, <laughs> what's, can you respond to anything? Um, but also, I, I understand that feeling. Because you want to feel like you're part of the group and, you're, and that the group is excited to talk to you. Mm-hmm. And, of course... There needs to be some grace and leniency for people who have busy schedules, but also this is your friend, right? Like you should respond at some point mm-hmm. <laughs> to let them know that, that I don't know, just let them know anything. I, I think I'd rather, it's, if it's a no, I think I'd rather see you write no than nothing, you know? Mm-hmm. And also yeah. maybe she's inviting her friends to her cousin's party because maybe she doesn't want to be alone at her cousin's party. Maybe she wants some support. And she said no pressure, but like maybe it wasn't actually no pressure. Maybe it's like no pressure because I actually don't want to pressure you, but like it'd be nice. Like mm-hmm. it actually would be nice if you were there with me because like, maybe she feels obligated to be there for her cousin. Or maybe she likes her cousin. I don't know. We don't know the parameters of her relationship with her cousin, but uh, she invited you for a reason. Mm-hmm. So maybe just respond. Yeah. Okay, I changed my advice. It was bad. <laughs> it wasn't bad. No, it was terrible. And I'm stupid. I agree with you. Smart. Solved. <laughs> no, but I still agree with you about the, like, responding thing, which also can be a conversation. Like, not everyone has the same communication etiquette. Mm-hmm. And I think it for people who have annoyed me communication-wise, if they say, oh, Actually, I like when I start getting in, involved with work or like a thing, it's hard for me to jump back on my phone. So this is why I fall off or something like that. Like, and then I have that information. So mm-hmm. I'm not, so when it happens again, I'm like, oh, that's why this is happening. Or like, oh, sorry, when we start texting, I don't know how to stop because I, I feel like we're in a conversation. And uh, when you stop, it makes me feel like you just like walked away from the conversation or something, you know, like mm-hmm. I'd rather you say BRB or like, like, oops, running, running to do a thing. So I know that the conversation has ended as opposed to you just mm. putting your phone down. Like, I think those things can be said because it's not inherent and people communicate differently. And text is hard. It's just it very hard. hard. So hard to read nuance and yeah. sarcasm and. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Solved. Solved. Well, if you have any questions or queries that you want to email or text us, 
You can email Nicole Ansashir at gmail.com or call, text, or leave a voice memo at 424-645-7003. And if you have money burning a hole in your pocket, we have merch at podswag.com slash best friends. We also have transcripts for our new episodes. You can check them out on our show page at earwolf.com. Lastly, please don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe. It's the easiest way to support the show. Yes. Oh, my word. Well, Sashir, goodbye. Well, Nicole, goodbye. Hi, I'm Lale Arakoglu, host of Women Who Travel. Women Who Travel is a transported podcast for anyone curious about the world. We talk to adventurers and athletes. I've raced the God's Own Adventure Race, which is on the South Island and goes through the mountains down in the Southern Alps on New Zealand. That was eight days spent out in the wilderness. And chefs. Iranian food is home, it's family, it's love. And we share dispatches from our listeners. Ireland is full of these, I will call them ghosts of the past. From stampeding elephants to training sled dogs. We hear it all. The dogs will curl right up with you and it can be kind of cozy waiting things out. New episodes of Women Who Travel publish every Thursday. Join us wherever you listen. Listen.